Welcome, Rebel Educators. I'm so excited to share that my book, Rebel Educator, Create Classrooms Where Impact and Imagination Meet, launched this week. I'd love to share with you an excerpt from the book that's a story from a camp that we ran several years ago. It was a summer STEAM camp. The story starts on page 151 in a section that we call Building Small Humans. Students have all the same emotions as big humans. Sometimes these emotions are new feelings, and sometimes they are overpowering. As adults, we have felt most emotions before and have an idea of how to deal with them, whether we always choose the best way or not. As children, some of these emotions and situations are brand new. And as educators, a part of what we do is enable children to navigate these new thoughts and experiences in productive and kind ways. We focus on social-emotional learning, so students are taught to recognize emotions and use their words to solve problems. It is important to give the same language and information to parents that their children are using. It makes the lessons cohesive from home to school and is easier for everyone. Conversely, When parents have their own methods of dealing with issues that differ from the social-emotional values of the school, it can create a struggle for the parent-teacher relationship, but also confusion for the child. This is an important part of the process in admissions, being sure that family values align with school values. The family and the educator are two important authority figures in a student's life for the mental health of students and to help them thrive. It is important that families and educators reinforce each other's beliefs and systems, not work against each other. The House of Perseverance Perseverance, or grit, is another emotion that schools and parents talk about a lot. Our definition of perseverance is the amount of determination a student utilizes to work through something difficult. With the rise of helicopter parents, tiger parents, And just well-meaning parents who want to leave the house now, not in 10 minutes, adults often do things for children that children can do for themselves. This leads to a lack of grit, a feeling of always needing help and never being good enough or fast enough. However, when we teach children to do things themselves and give them the time and space to use their skills, they build confidence, self-awareness, and new skills. One story of perseverance is illustrated in an Up Academy STEAM camp project. The project for the afternoon was to build houses out of a set of materials. Students received flattened boxes of different sizes, cardboard rolls, stickers, paint, cones, craft sticks, glue, and tape. They could design and decorate their house however they wanted. In past groups, students had worked together and designed whole cities using their stickers to represent power lines and connecting all the houses together in a small ecosystem. In this group, most of the students got started right away on their individual houses. This project is usually a favorite activity. One girl sat in her chair and stared at her materials. She was not the youngest in the class. She had no disabilities. She had been engaged in other activities all through the camp, and she enjoyed building things. But she just stared at her project. I asked her what was wrong. She looked at me and asked me to make her box. I told her I'd be happy to demonstrate again on another box, or she could see how others were folding their boxes. But I was not going to do it for her. I shared I had confidence that she could do it. And I walked away to let her try. A few minutes later, she was still sitting in her chair, now with tears rolling down her face. When I asked her why she was upset, she couldn't speak. She looked at her lap 
She wouldn't look at me or the project. I again stated that I was sure she could do this. I told her I knew she was smart and capable, and that if she just tried to get started, it would be easier than she thought. I again told her I wasn't going to do it for her, but that I would give her a little space for her feelings and then come back and check on her. A third check a little while later in the same situation. She still hadn't touched the materials. I still refused to help her. Then we talked through what finishing would look like, how she might use the stickers, her ideas for what the house might look like as other homes in the class were being decorated and taking shape. She looked up, took a hold of her flattened box, and on her first attempt, folded it into a box. She was so, so proud of herself. For the rest of the day, she worked on folding her other boxes, creating her yard, and decorating her house. She took it home and proudly showed her parents what she had built. That pride, accomplishment, and success wouldn't have been possible if I had done it for her. I shared the story with her parents later that night. I wanted them to know her struggle and how to continue to support her journey to find her grit. When students succeed, as well as when they struggle, it is important to involve the family so they can support your efforts and their students. The book is now available on Amazon and anywhere that you purchase or listen to books. I'd love it if you went out and got a copy, read the rest of the book, shared a review and a rating. It would be extraordinarily helpful. And I hope that you enjoy reading about Rebel Educator, where we create classrooms where impact and imagination meet. I'll see you again on the next Rebel Educator podcast. Keep challenging the status quo and resisting tradition.